Welcome to the To Be More Podcast, episode two. I can't believe it. I'm having an incredible time just sharing these conversations with you. And we already have the next few episodes planned out. And I'm telling you, they're going to be pretty incredible. They're going to be great conversations that you want to tune in, subscribe to the top here, make sure you're getting notifications for these episodes that are coming out. My name is Daniel Casanave, and I am the host of the To Be More podcast. Remember, this podcast is based around the verse that speaks to us that says we want to grow to be more like Christ. And we're having everyday conversations. What does that look like for us? We want to speak the truth in love. We want to bring clarity around biblical principles. And we want to share hope with the entire world. So I hope you're having an incredible day. And today is a big topic. Today, a conversation that I want to have with you, that I want to open up the dialogue for us to pray about, talk about, and the title of it is Grow in Conflict. Grow in Conflict. This is something that I have seen in churches, I've seen at um, your workplace, I've seen in families. Honestly, as Christians, I think it's one of the biggest areas that sometimes is easy to miss on. That I, uh, when I pastor or counsel or walk with people or honestly just observing life and the people around me, this is an area that is really hard to live out. It's because conflict is hard. And when conflict happens, it is uncertain. It, it brings all kind of emotions. It brings our past up. Depending on who we have the conflict with, it can bring other issues into the table or uncover certain things. But conflict, if we're honest, is difficult, right? It's just thinking, how do I move past this? Not only how do I address this conflict in a biblical way that's going to help restore the relationship or at least uh, set me free from holding on to whatever issues are in place? But how do I grow in this? How do I grow? How does our relationship grow? How do they grow? And ultimately, if we both come to the table with these biblical principles in mind, what does it look like? So when we think about conflict, I usually see or we usually observe people do one of a few different things and we as human beings have this fight or flight mentality and honestly it's a survival technique for us and if we think about conflict a lot of times our natural instinct is to either pick fight or flight and it's maybe uh, how you were raised our personality the way that previous experience of how we resolved conflict no matter where we were in our families a lot of that may come up to the surface during this time and some of us may pick fight that's our personality if conflict comes I'm going to hit this head on Uh, if you come at me I'm coming back at you you cut me deep I'm going to cut you deeper if you want to insult me oh here i come right like i am a fighter whatever that may be or you may swing to the opposite end of the spectrum and you may be a flight kind of person during conflict where i'm not going to face it head on in fact i'm just going to i want to avoid you i'm going to avoid the conversation i'm going to avoid the topic and i'm going to sweep it under the rug now if we look at both of these 
Uh, I think that there are a lot of unhealthy things in both of them. Sometimes if I want to fight, I usually want to fight to be right. I, I want to hurt you the way that you hurt me. And then the other side, the, the flight piece is that's not healthy either. And here's why. Because one hurts the other person, fight. And then flight, that one hurts me. If I choose to go after that person, now I am the one who's causing the conflict. And the other part is now I'm holding on something. And you know what happens when you sweep something under the rug? Now we trip over the dust and the dirt and everything that's underneath that we've been sweeping up for years. And all of a sudden, all of this comes back up. It can turn into bitterness. It can turn into anger. And now there is something between me and that other person. And so there, there's got to be a better way. And there is a better way. You see, we don't want to flight, but we also don't want to fight. But what we want to do is face the conflict. We want to stare it head on. And this way, we can not only face the conflict, but grow in that conflict. And when we look at the Bible, the Bible tells us how we can grow in this conflict. And in fact, the Bible speaks directly to this. And Jesus teaches on this in Matthew chapter 18. And I just want to talk through that today and to help us understand what I believe is a huge issue, especially in Christian circles, especially in the church. But I believe you can take these principles and overlay them into our workplace, overlay them into our families to help us grow in conflict to where we don't necessarily have to go on full fight mode or full flight mode. We can come in the middle and say, what is the biblical middle road that I can walk to grow in this conflict? And so if we read Matthew chapter 18, this is what it says. Listen, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. This verse can be monumental for you and I to grow in conflict. So Matthew 18 says, if somebody sins against you, if somebody uh, does something that's against God's word or does something to hurt the relationship, maybe they said something about you, whatever the case may be, there is conflict now. And so what the Bible says is that first what we must do is go to them 101 is for me to stop what I'm doing. Maybe somebody comes to me and says, oh, did you hear what they said about you? Oh, did you see what just happened? And so what I must do in the Matthew 18 approach is now I need to stop and I need to go directly to that person and I need to have a conversation with them. Now, I think it's perfectly healthy is maybe you want to get some counsel before you go talk to that person or maybe you want to get in the right mindset before you talk to that person. Maybe you want to talk to somebody else to say, hey, 
how do you think I should have this conversation? But I would be very careful not to carry on the gossip or not to carry on a conversation that's going to continue to hurt that person. Because that can be, uh, if we're not careful, that can be a, a wrong in our part to where we're kind of flighting where, oh, I heard this about this person. Now I'm going to go tell other people and I, you know, I'm going to maybe put it under the umbrella of, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? This is what they did. We need to pray for them. And we need to be careful about that because we need to first go, wait, I heard this. Let me go talk to this person. And one rule of thumb that I've used in the past, if it's not uh, an issue about uh, abuse or something that somebody has physically or emotionally hurt us, which I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, then we need to assume the best. Because maybe I heard something about someone and I need to just go, wait, you know what, let me just wait. Let me assume the best. Let me go talk to this person. When I talk to this person, my conversation is speaking the truth in love. We need to be clear. We need to be direct. We need to go to that person and say, hey, um, I, I just heard this and I want to assume the best. So I wanted to come to you first. And I wanted to hear, is this something that you said? Uh, this, maybe you want to say something like, the story that I'm playing in my mind, or the film that is playing over in my mind, or, hey, this is where my mind is going. Can you help me understand what this is? And then give the other person an opportunity either to come clean and say, hey, yes, this I did say that, or maybe uh, they say, I didn't say that, or it was taken out of context, or whatever at that may be, or maybe you're helping someone, and so as you come to that person, as you're resolving and growing in this conflict, you're talking to that person directly, and especially in our family atmosphere, or maybe you're at work, especially in the church, I believe that there is an opportunity for you and I to grow through this conflict, to really talk to this person one-on-one, -on -one, to say, I'm going to go to you first, give you the opportunity, because I believe that shows that I want to mend this, I want to work on it, and I'm not going to just run and gossip about what's going on, and this is the thing about gossip, gossip can be true information, sometimes we think gossip is spreading false information, but in fact, it can be a, it's something that actually happened, but yet we are spreading that information, and it's, it is hurting that other person, and so we want to be careful of how we're spreading that information, because we want to go to them first, because I would want people who loved me, people who are close to me, I would want them to come to me first, to say, tell me what that how that made you feel. Tell me how that hurt you. And I want to reconcile it. I want to grow in this conflict. I want to grow in our relationship. I would want to know. And so I want to treat others that way as well. And so after that conversation, after you've talked to them one-on-one, -on -one, yet that maybe they lie or maybe they uh, come back at you in like a fighting mentality of now they're attacking you, now they're saying things about you, and they just will not resolve the conflict. You know that this happened, but yet they are not willing to resolve it after you talk to them. It, maybe they have an attitude about it. Maybe they try to take it even further by saying worse things or or maybe you address it and they act like, hey, that was, uh, that, yeah, we're going to resolve this. But then they go back and they keep doing the same thing. They keep having the same action. They keep 
talking or doing the same things. And so at this point, now let's let me go back to uh, two or three trusted people. If you're in the workplace, maybe that's now I need to go to the next level of leadership. And I need to bring other people into this conversation. I need to let them know, hey, this is what has happened. This is the conflict. This is what is going on. And I would love to sit down and have a conversation with this person. I would love for all of us, us three or four people, to come together because it's not working one-on-one. We're not getting anywhere. Uh, We're not resolving this. In fact, it's continuing to happen. And this is the action or the talk is just not resolving. So you come together and you have a conversation with those people. And as you're coming together, you're working for reconciliation. We're working for the conversation. And so again, we want to be clear. We want to be direct to say, hey, I've brought this person in and this person in. Here is why we wanted to talk to you. And it's because of this instant. In fact, I came to you one-on-one, if you remember, but yet the actions continued and we're not able to resolve this. So I'm bringing these people in. And at this point, usually we can tell, all parties involved can tell, this is getting a little more serious. This conversation, I need to either figure out that I need to just be released from this relationship or I need to go a separate path or a separate way or I need to have some real conversations to help reconcile this relationship. And then lastly, we see that the last piece for you and I is that now we need to bring in whatever that last level of leadership may be. Maybe it's a top level leadership and a decision needs to be made so that both parties can, if they need to and have to, go their separate ways. But yet now we have walked through some biblical channels to go, you know what, I've tried everything that I can to reconcile this relationship. I've tried everything that I can to to build on this, but it's just not happening. They're not willing to change. They're not willing to walk in humility. They're not willing to forgive. They're not willing to uh, work on it or to change that behavior. And so for me, we just need to walk away. And I can walk away going, you know what? I tried. I, I did it the biblical way. But then in Matthew 18, it says, that the, to push them away, you know, to, to walk a separate path, to go, well, you're headed in a different direction than I am. I tried to help it out. I tried to walk in that way, but now we just need to head in our separate paths. And maybe if you're an employee, maybe if you're a boss, uh, I've seen this play out in the workforce and the church world as well. And this is just such a healthy way to handle an employee. Maybe somebody did something. I go to them one-on-one, say, hey, this happened uh, last week. And here's the, here's the issue. This is something we need to resolve. Let's talk about it. And if it, if it continues, hey, I'm going to bring myself and maybe another boss in so that their opinion, so you just know it's not just me picking on you. It's not me looking down on you. It's nothing about me and you. It's what needs to be done, what is right. And then the last level is, hey, we need to make a decision here in this meeting. We need to know that it's going to change or we're going to have to walk our separate ways. And in a church world, uh, this is the last step of church discipline where we say, hey, we've tried to uh, help you walk in the path that God's called us to. 
but as a Christian, you are just, you're, you're not walking in this. And as a church community, as a local body, um, you're, you're bringing more harm than you are good. You're saying one thing, but yet your actions are completely different. And so, but there's proper steps to resolve and to grow in this conflict so that I'm not carrying the weight and that becomes bitter and angry and all of those things. One thing I would like to say as we finish up here today, hopefully this is speaking to you and drawing out some ideas and some conversations, some practical steps. The only thing I would say is that sometimes we see this and if somebody is verbally, physically, emotionally abusing somebody, then they have negated the one-on-one step. They have already, like that one-on-one step has already been fractured. You know that the one-on-one is not going to work because the one-on-one has is resulted in that abuse. And so immediately, if you're the one that is receiving that, then you need to go to that next level. I need to get somebody else involved, the next level in leadership, uh, outside people, like uh, know that what we're, this is saying is that don't try to keep going back one-on-one. That, that one-on-one is already uh, demolished. And so I need to go to that next step. I need to bring other people in to this because sometimes uh, somebody may hold this against us and make us think that we have to stay in this one-on-one step when we don't. We need to go to that next step. So I hope this encourages you. My hope is that these conversations that we're having are real, they're practical, that we can have these conversations, we can grow together. And I believe because people are messy, right? Conflict is going to happen. But we need to have a biblical way to resolve that conflict, not only resolve that conflict, but to grow in that conflict. And I think this can be a healthy way for all of us to grow in conflict, to help people, to grow in our relationships, to speak the truth in love. And I believe God can do some incredible things through that. So I hope you have a blessed day. Remember, like, subscribe. If this blesses you, uh, share it with somebody else. Uh, Encourage them. Help them to walk in hope that uh, we do live in a broken world and people are broken, but there is still hope that we can bring these relationships together. Or you're carrying a relationship that you don't have to, that God is saying, you've walked through the proper steps. It's time to walk separate ways to to be able to set us free in that to bring hope and life and whatever that may look like so like share uh we would love if you would leave a review comment on there Uh, we hope that you have a blessed day we cannot wait we're going to release another episode very soon and we want you to be a part of that conversation as well